Hey there, I am Meredith Noble, the founder of LearnGrantWriting.org, where we teach movers and shakers how to write winning grants. So today we're going to be talking about the three top tips I have for educators to start winning grants. Meredith, it's so great to have you here today, and you are live from Alaska. Educators, if you're listening, first, if you enjoy what you're going to hear today, please rate, subscribe, and review so that we at SmartSocial.com can reach more parents to keep kids safe on social media so they can someday shine online. That's our mission, and today we're here to give you resources you can use for your school, your curriculum, your projects, and maybe your equipment in the classroom or through remote learning. We want to help. That's why Meredith is here today. I'm excited to dive on in. Let's get going. So give us really quickly, give us your first tip for those people who are thinking about, I need to write a grant for a project or something, a curriculum that I'm doing. Yeah, hands down, first tip, don't shotgun it. It's tempting, especially right now, because a lot of grants are rolling out with the coronavirus relief funding. So you're gonna start seeing them. They're in your inbox, they're passing by, and the impulse is to, oh, this is a good opportunity, let's apply. It doesn't look like that much work. But even the simple proposals can be an eight hour effort. And your time is far too precious for that. So our advice is, Basically, we have a kind of a funding research funnel where we kind of step back from wanting to immediately pursue something and instead, let's go research grant funding. Let's find a hundred grants or more. And then let's whittle that down to the top 20 that are worth really spending time looking at. And then we get to the top two to five grants because probably whatever you're trying to get funded, maybe that's new computers since the kids are gonna be maybe learning from home or whatever is changing with how you know your operations run, probably one grant isn't enough. So we have to be thinking about how do we stack them like a domino so that they'll kind of knock each other over and they're really strategically placed. And then you're not stressed out because you know exactly what grants you're pursuing, you know, 12, 18 months in advance, you've got a game plan. So that would be tip number one, don't shotgun it. We definitely advise spending some time thinking about a funding research. And what you're saying is being be strategic, right? Yeah. Go after, I love that funnel and strategy of it. Okay, tip number two, we should reach out to them. What should we do and why should we reach out to the funder? So if there's just one question you ask a funder, this has to be it because you'll never get this answer online. The question is, how competitive is your grant program? Because a lot of times where people will apply to grants that have less than a 1% chance of getting funded or two or 3%. And it doesn't matter if you have the most perfect project, the perfect application, someone else will as well. So it's much more strategic to think about, I wanna find grants that I have at least a 20% chance of getting funded, right? So let me get, do some quick, easy math with our educators, of course. So let's say you ask, all right, how many applicants did you receive last year? And they say, we had 100 apply. You say, okay, so how many of those were funded? And they say 22. Well, then you know, just on this simple math, that you have a 22% chance of getting funded. And those are, those are decent odds. Like anything north basically of you know, 15 to 20% is worth it so long as it fits the bill for everything else. I love it. Okay. So you just, you know your chances, right? That's really, really yeah. smart. Now you've got a tip number three on where we should focus when we're looking for grants. What is that focus? Yeah, hands down articulate the problem you're solving. It can't just be a good idea. It can't just because you need it. We're extra broke, you know, feel bad for us, fund us. That does not work. 
the strategy that's compelling is saying we are tackling this very specific problem. We're doing it in an innovative way. And when you can frame it around a problem you're solving, whether it's like localized, maybe for your students, or it's like we're solving a regional issue, that's when you get at the why and why something matters. And if you can align to what your funder cares about with the problem you're solving, because then they feel like their grant investment in you is going further. It's not just like a reoccurring general operating expense. Like they're really doing something powerful with their investment in you. So be clear on the problem you want to solve. That's a great tip. So you've given us essentially three tips. Number one, be strategic. And everybody listening to this, go after the hundred and get it down to something that you really care about. I love that, Meredith. Reach out to the funder to find out what percentage, what are my chances, right? And then last, focus on the problem. Say, if we get this money, this is what we will solve. So, so great. So can I offer a bonus tip number four? Okay, because I'm imagining listeners are like, well, where am I supposed to go find a hundred grants, right? That's a ton. So the tip there would be check out instrumental.com. They're a grant database that's fairly new and we're really impressed by them. And so they have this very easy to use interface where you can go and set up your project and run it through there. And I actually did that ahead of this call and I didn't quite know what region I should focus on. So I just grabbed the Midwest, all the states in the Midwest, and it spit back a thousand grants for me, which is stupid. That's too much. You can't even process that many. So obviously it would be better to drill down by state or your county, but it was an amazing, like it was proof that there's definitely funding out there for this need. Absolutely. Hey, Meredith, I want to thank you. The rest of you who are listening or watching, click the links above or below to learn about Meredith's course. She has a digital course at learngrantwriting.org all the way from Alaska. It's pretty awesome. I looked all the way through it. It's pretty, pretty incredible. So click that link if you want to learn more about how to take her course to learn how to do that. The rest of you, please rate, subscribe, and review so that we can reach more parents. As many of you know, smartsocial.com reaches a million people a year on our website to keep kids safe on social media so they can someday shine online to get that dream college, career, internship, and everything else. We have a secret ambition that your kid is so employable that they have a dream job, dream college, and lots of choices. That's our mission for your child in the future. Parents, if you're at all struggling with something, please take one of my free webinars that will teach you the hidden safety features that the big companies do not want you to know about TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Instagram, iPhones, Androids, and Netflix. And we got so much more. Educators, I've got seven digital safety tips going back to school in the fall to show you how to, how to have an on-campus and online very, very safe program this year. There's a lot in the air these days. Meredith is super helpful. We want to make sure that you are taken care of. Thank you so much for listening to this today. Meredith, thanks for joining us live from Alaska. Thank you. Had a blast. Thanks a lot. The rest of you, make sure and keep it light, bright, and polite. Your kids are watching. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks.